Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast, where each week we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. We're belling up to the bar today with a podcaster, an actor, yes. Yes. a entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, a educator on the uh, cannabis arts. I'm gonna I'm coining that term right now, cannabis arts. Uh, I like that. A, you like that? A ca- artist in a educator in the cannabis arts. Uh, the host of New England Hippies, Mr. Jarvis Moore. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for having me. Shout out to Above the Bar. Shout out to Sean, man, for having me. It's a blessing being here Above the Bar. Blessing everybody talking about cannabis, talking about a different lot of stuff, man. Let's get into it. Yeah, we were, we were kind of hitting up on a, a few different things just before we got started. So we'll get into that here in a, in a moment. But uh, as we always got to do before the show gets started, we got to make sure the house cleaning is done, the bar set and ready to rock and roll. So first things first, over my right shoulder, and I'm going to move the mic here in a second, we got sticker and a cause. If you've got something you believe in, something you're supporting, I don't care if it's a T-ball league. I don't care if it's, you know, you're, you're pro whatever. I don't care. Reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. They're all the Above the Bar podcast. Even the email is the Above the Bar podcast at gmail.com. Reach on out to us. Let me know uh, what you're supporting. Give me a little write up on it. I'll tell you the email address, where to send it to. You send it out to me and we'll read it live here on the show. So make sure you're doing that. For those of you that are watching us right now, as we're getting ready to kick us off, make sure you're going ahead and uh, share this with everyone. Put it on all your yard yard sale, Facebook yard sale sites and everywhere else that's out there. That way we can do our best to try to get banned off of all those things. The more of them you share, then people realize it and go on. And the most important thing, if your media is nothing but seeds and stems and you're trying to go ahead and upgrade that to some fresh cush, make sure you're reaching out to media by dibs. That's media by dibs. That's D I B S. You can find all them, all them pictures that you saw this week all over the place. That's all my boy dibs. He's our, uh, he does all of our media. Make sure you're reaching out to media by dibs. That's D I B S. You can find him on, uh, LinkedIn is Andrew Dibble on Instagram is media by dibs. Uh, Twitter is media by dibs and Facebook is media by dibs D I B S. Make sure you reach out to him. And if you mention to him belly up to the bar, he's going to give you a 10% discount on your first order and a free consultation to figure out what it is you need. So make sure you're reaching out to media by dibs. Uh, big, and big Nate's already here. Uh, campfire scene was nice last week. It was nice last week. And we had, uh, I got to tell you guys, go look up Augie Freeman. Uh, that show got deep, deeper than I thought it was going to be. Another Marine who uh, went through some stuff and, and experienced some things. And we were going to talk about, uh, he does swing dancing. And we were going to talk about that. I don't know if you caught that one or not, bro. And he's yeah. into it. He's a competitive swing dancer. And uh, both him and I served in the Marine Corps. And we got in some deep Marine Corps stuff. So make sure you reach back out and, and take a listen to last week's show about with Augie Freeman. So we're set up, brother. Jarvis, we are in. We are here. The bar is open. You got a little, you got you got a little chiba chiba. Yeah, I got I got me some like I got me some good cush right now. Definitely yeah. always got you always need good cush on deck. 
That's always a must. It's a well, you know, I, I said that to somebody recently, as a lot of these state laws were changing. You know, I knew I knew growing up, my parents had friends that weren't drinkers, but always had a six pack in the refrigerator. Mm. Yeah, it was kind of one of those things like you just or you had a bottle in the, somewhere and they didn't drink and but they always had it and it was kind of a, a a courtesy thing that if somebody showed up that you could say hey I got coffee soda I got a beer whatever they got is with with so many laws changing from state to state do you think you know, cannabis has become that like you've got to keep like a small stash for like the guest that shows up and you're like. Well, I got some edibles over here. I've got a pre-roll. What would you like? <laughs> um, it's getting like that. I'm saying the culture is definitely starting to change because, you know, like now a lot of people are buying or consuming cannabis a little bit more or just as much as alcohol now, and especially in the legal states, because, you know, you can go to the store and buy it. It's just like just like buying just like buying liquor. If you want your favorite drink or your favorite beer, you go to the store. Now we can do that with cannabis, and um, it's kind of a blessing and a curse because you know, um, yeah, because you know, just the taxes is real crazy, and I feel like Massachusetts did not there wasn't chasing culture. They was they they were chasing money, and then but if they were chasing the culture, they would get the money a little bit faster. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Massachusetts, we were the first to, first state to legalize cannabis in the in the um east it, up in the, the east north, coast on the east coast. So you know, so we we have big shoes to fill, and I feel like we still didn't fill them to the best because I feel like it's not as diverse as it should be. Um, when it comes to cannabis owners and people having high high job positions in cannabis, um, what in, do you mean? Um, like is I feel like the cannabis industry in Massachusetts is is not diverse enough. I feel like they only cater to one group of people, and, and it's harder for the other group of people to really get in. Um, now this is interesting that that you you bring it up that way. So when you say that you feel that they're in the state of Massachusetts, and, and I looked it up, your guys' taxes on cannabis are serious. Like, serious. like the, it was kind of like you guys can have it but we're getting paid for it. So, mm-hmm. and that brings up kind of two questions for me. But my first question is, is when, when you say that um, they're, they're catering to a certain group, what do you mean by that? Um, why I say they cater to a certain group is like, when it comes to like opening up cannabis shops, um, dispensaries and culturalization, they only open up to a certain, a certain group. I feel like they put the, um, the open up a, a, a cannabis um, a dispensary in Massachusetts, they put the bar so high that gotcha. only a certain type of only ter- certain type of people can can actually get it, and it's making harder for people who actually kind of went to war. I mean, actually went to jail for war on drugs and war on cannabis. Who, you know, what I mean, and and they're not. I feel like they should be kind of like first priority because a lot of them was just trying to feed their family. What other people trying to do now on the legal level, and now. Since they just wiped the record clean and they just say, okay, go on about your business. We're done with you. You served your time. Do everything. Do what your record clean is good. And I feel like that's not good enough. I feel like they should be like the first ones who should get in line for high for high paying jobs. Because because they come out of jail, they still coming out with nothing. You wipe the record clean, but they still right. You know, you still, I mean? you still put them in that. Well, yeah. you know, 
And, and I think and Master Guns Gagnon, Ray Gagnon, we served together. He, he says it right. Government will always chase money. They can't spell culture. It, it's yeah. absolutely the truth. They're chasing that that dollar in it. Um, it's funny you bring that up. We were just – it was part of a conversation recently um, here in New York as – so it's it's decriminalized. And I want to make that clear to people, and I, I'm curious of your feelings on that. A lot of people say, well, it's legal now. No. Your individual state has decriminalized it. It's still a Schedule One federal drug. Cross state lines with it and get caught. Yes. <laughs> That that's all bad for you. That 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 goes on the list of things that would suck. Yes. Um so so there's definitely a big difference in that. But here in New York, that you talk about it. I believe the licensing uh is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars when it's all said and done to apply for the license. And if you don't get a license but yet have still put in the two hundred and fifty thousand dollars into it, it's non refundable. Yes, same thing. Um, I don't want to put the exact price on how much it is to start because it's different from if you want to start a dispensary in Massachusetts in a, a dispensary or cultivation or, or micro is different. But um, they definitely that that price is definitely put up there real high. And if you don't get it, you don't get your money back, which is like you know kind of kind of crazy. It's just like it's and kind of makes you second guess. Like, do I really want to? Because if you somebody who's like a regular person like me. And I gather all this money to go get me a license and I don't get it and I can't get my money back. You putting me right back down at the bottom, like, and I'm probably in a bigger hole than I probably even started just to try to get the business. So it's definitely, it's like a, a risky business to try to get into because you don't, you don't get your money back if you don't get it. And if you right. want to reapply, you got to do the process. You got to go get that money all over again and do the whole thing all over again. So, so definitely is that what you mean then when you say like they, they've put the ownership at a certain level Outside of outside of certain people's hands, because that, that was the comment I made when somebody said it. I was like, look, if you got 250K to drop to go get that license, you didn't go to jail to start with. He did it. Definitely. Like, you weren't you weren't that guy that went to jail. So when they they were doing that here, they said like the first hundred licenses were going to go to formerly incarcerated people that, you know, could get a license. Yeah. But if you got 250K, you're you're probably not that guy. Yeah. Or you're being backed by somebody who does have that money and they're just using your, your name for a licensing purpose. And that too. And, you know, and, and I think in Massachusetts, they didn't even have that type of even, they didn't even, they didn't even try to put that type of program in, in just to start out with. So it was just like, the only thing they did was wipe your record clean and they set you on free. You know, they didn't even... Say well, if or if I'm not mistaken, they didn't. They never came out and was like, oh well, if you have a felony or if you got convicted for a marijuana crime, <clears throat> excuse me, got convicted for a marijuana crime, they will. Um, you got a chance to get a license. They, I never even heard those words being spoken out. Wasn't even part of the conversation. Wasn't even part of the conversation. So they, they didn't even give them a chance to even like even give they didn't give us they didn't give us hope they was like you know what we just wipe your record clean that's it we didn't get no hope wow. 
So and, I, I, at least like in New York, like you said, the first hundred people, at least I kind of give them a little bit of hope. But still, we still look at 250. You just you just came home from jail. We're only gonna get 250 dollars right. from. I don't. Even, I, I I'm I'm just looking to try to get a job at McDonald's or somewhere. You know what I right. mean? So it's just like it's hard enough. How I'm gonna get 250 dollars if I can't even get a job? And Nate brings up a great point here. He's talking about, you know, in Denver, they've, they've used the tax money for a lot of different things and been very positive. I think they were the first state overall to, to legalize. Shout out to Colorado for that. Shout out to Colorado for that. And, and what's interesting, and I think Mass is trying to do the same thing. Denver built a uh, tourist culture out of it. They, they built a, a tourist culture that said, hey, come on over here and – you know, we'll, we'll take you on tours of places. You can go see things, all this other stuff. Are you starting to see anything like that in the Massachusetts area? Because like I said, we just came, my wife and I just came back from the Cape and we were on 90 going through Springfield and, and places like that. And I was blown away by what seemed like every third or fourth billboard was for a different dispensary. Every third, it was dispens- all you need a dispensary, it's over here. Come on over here and come to this one. You, oh, you need another one? We got another one over here. Are you are you seeing that type of culture coming over there? Or is it kind of like, ah, it's here, come get it? Um, I feel like it's just here, come get it. I said the billboards that you've seen, you riding, that's your tour. You know what I mean? Gotcha. <laughs> that's your tour. Um, and I feel like, and we, I think in Massachusetts, we had it for like almost like four years now, if not more, if I'm not mistaken. I was gonna say four years now. I feel like there's no way that we should be, we should be better. Like we should be better than what we had now. Like you're saying, they're not chasing money. They're chasing money, not culture. I feel like. If they were chasing culture, we will have them tours for different dispensaries. Like now, I'm starting to see more dispensaries open up now. I'm not going front now. So, okay, oh, what? Dispensary right there. Oh, dispensary right now. So, like, now I'm starting to see, like, when I ride in different towns, I'm starting to see the dispensaries, more dispensaries in different towns, which I do like, which I like to see. But I feel like I want it to be a little bit more diverse, like I said before. And um, like I, like you said, like, I want, it to, I want this to be known as like Colorado is in in L in how California is on the East Coast, I feel like we're the first. So we sh- so like we should be, if they. I feel like if Massachusetts is diverse cannabis and let diverse it more, it will definitely be culture. Now you're kind of bringing up something that I'm I'm curious of, and I, I don't know if anybody who's watching right now or if you're listening to this later can send me the stats. I can obviously look it up on my own. I just don't have a moment here, but I wonder if. In Massachusetts, they track the MWBE, uh, Minority and Women Business Enterprises, that own these dispensaries that are popping up. Or is it, yeah, they've all got these little kitschy names and whatnot, but reality of it is, is they're all owned by larger corporations that are just dumping names out there to kind of keep you guessing on who owns it. Anything, and it might be a shot in the dark if you know anything about that one, Jarvis, but any information that you have on who owns these, are these MWBEs that are that are out there in an opportunity for, for minorities and women business enterprises? Um, That's a tricky question. That's like, from what I've seen, I've definitely seen some of them, a lot of them are like mom and pops, but 
you really don't see the owners. They don't, unless you're in that town and you're in that town meeting, that's the only time you're really going to know who really owns it. So I'm saying if the if you do want to know who's owning these dispensaries in your town, when they open up, go to these town meetings because they're going to, you, you're going to, they have to show their face okay. who, who's owning it, who's doing it. So it's like, that's why I said town meetings is big. And, and that's why I tell a lot of people, I told a lot of people in Boston, I was like, yo, we have to start going to these town meetings to see who's coming in what community doing 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 these um bringing in shops or bringing in these cannabis shops because we want like we want to know is it like regular people like us owning them or is it like these big huge companies and i think a lot some of these some of these companies might be kind of scared to touch cannabis because it's, it's still on the federal level still legal i think once the the, the government probably decriminalizes it and just shuts it down altogether i think that's when you're going to see the real big big tobacco because tobacco always is always investing in cannabis right now so you know when it when it goes down the government finally be like no if i forget when the government finds finds a way to tax it that's definitely um well, i've said that for years that's, that. that's that that's when you're going to see real big companies just come out the woodwork because they won't be able to stop it but, well, I've um, said that for years. Like the minute it, it's taken from being a schedule one, you're yeah. going to see Phil, Philip Morris and Winston, Winston Salem and companies like that who have Definitely. massive fields in Definitely. the South and places like that are going to, they're, they're just waiting to flip a switch. And, and, be and, like, I, and I always said the South is a gold mine. Cause when I go to, I go to South Carolina, I used to go to South Carolina every year. I haven't went in a few years, but I used to go every year and I see nothing but, but like, land down there and i was like if it ever comes like legalize down here they're gonna make a killing because there's just so much land that they can possibly get up and just and just really start good farms and cultivation because of the weather too you know so shout out to that too but yeah so it's like when it goes yeah, it's gonna be crazy when it gets on our level i feel like they should they should have a way i feel like big companies really shouldn't really be the first first to get it i feel like they should have like regular um, people who actually really went to actually went to war on crime, actually went to jail for this shit. That actually really. And, and it's, uh, now I've, I've asked some folks about this before, and, and I'm curious of your take on it. Now, when they went to jail, it was illegal. Okay, you legalize it now. Should you get off on it? Because I mean, reality of it is, when you did it, it was a crime. Don't get it twisted. It is what it is. It was a crime. You knew what you were doing. You were, you ran, you were running bricks, dime bags, whatever it was you were doing. You went to jail. You knew what you was doing. To legal to to let somebody off at that point, you know, it's like when you were a kid. You know, you you got in trouble. You got in trouble. Even if your parents changed their mind later, you still got in trouble. What's your thoughts on on Letting that go, almost like, ah, eh, we changed our mind. I know you did eighteen of a twenty-year piece. You know, you good now? My bad. I feel like it's not really that. I feel like it's not good because if you're gonna let me go, you you clearly admitting that y'all made a mistake on even. First of all, cannabis never killed nobody. It it never did nothing to nobody. Never nobody never nobody. You never hit nobody ODing off of cannabis. Nobody dying. You all thing you probably hear about somebody might be paranoid and they get crazy munchies. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's the only thing that's gonna happen to you when you smoke cannabis. You're gonna you might you might get a little paranoid to sit on the couch, relax. Um, or or you're gonna get the munchies, you're gonna eat the whole refrigerator. So it's just like <laughs> everything in there. 
or, or, or you're gonna eat all your kids' snacks. Something like that is definitely going down. So, um, but, but you I said it, like- if they if they now let you out and and following that same mindset, saying, "Hey, we made a mistake when we made this law. Um, we're letting you out." Then at that point, isn't that a wrong that you're getting into wrong for conviction, which means there could be, you know, you need to be paid for that. There's laws on the book that if somebody goes to jail for wrongful conviction, oh, you can hear that. We know where where that cough come from. Definitely. That that one definitely kind of hit me kind of crazy. My bad. (laughs) Uh, Yes, Nate, it'll take away back pain. I guess so. It sure enough will. I know from firsthand experience. I can tell you that right now. Because you'll be laid out <laughs> in the couch. You won't even worry about it. No worries. But what are your thoughts on that? I mean, if 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 somebody's going to say, "Well, we made a mistake. We're we're legalizing it now." Are we talking? They should be now getting into the piece of, "Hey, we 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 should have to pay this person for being locked up." I definitely say. I definitely say, pay them. Or help them get dispensaries or causation and stuff that they want to do. Like if if they should have options, it was like, yo, we can give you this amount of money, or we can help you get a, get a business. Kind of put put them on a path. You know, what I mean, put them on a path. Just don't let them out because don't just don't. He, he did like if somebody did eighteen years locked in the cage. There's it's just like it's just like where people say they go to war. They're not coming back the same. No, they just you just never going back the same. You got people that do one year, two years in jail, and they don't come back the same. You got people that probably been to war and probably been there for for like only probably just have one tour and never, never, never the same again. So you have to. I feel like you have to help them get back into the community, and it's not. It's just it's bigger than money too, and it's bigger than trying to help them get um a dispensary or or whatever they want to do or a business what they want to do it's about it's about getting it's about getting them help for their mind and trying to and trying to get them back into to society you know what i mean so so that's what that's why i feel like that that, that should happen come on <laughs> so, yeah His roommate girl somebody yeah, yeah you know my bad i apologize for that that's all good i i, I could hear it now uh, it brings up another question. So you've got your show, New England Hippies Podcast, right? Thank you, Charles. How New England Hippie Podcast? You so, I mean? how long have you been doing your show for? Uh, I've been doing my show for about like two years. I would say. Oh wow! Going real, going real strong for two years. And, and now, what do you? What is your your main focus with that show? Um, you know, New England Hippies. We are um, a hip hop and a cannabis based. Um, broadcast but we also like to promote um black and brown owned businesses and we like to promote cannabis business any type of cannabis business that's out there so that's one thing we big on so it's like if you have if you have a dispensary in massachusetts we'll we'll love to have you on or if you feel like you're if you if you're a grower and you feel like you got the best cannabis we feel like you got the best cannabis come to england hippies we'll try it and we'll let you know you know what i mean we'll give you one to nine stars you know Look, I mean? And just send me your free weed. I, I'll, yeah. I mean, I'll try that for you. Yeah, we definitely. I will do know. that for you. Yeah, so it's just like we definitely, <laughs> we definitely about that. But you know, it, it's bigger than I want to say. It's bigger than Massachusetts. I'm I rocking with the whole New England, um, because I, I, I'm sorry, I realize it's, it's, it's a region, it's a regional thing. 
is just is just not a Massachusetts thing, you know, because 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 Rhode Island they they got they got um medical cannabis. I'm not sure if well recreation yet, but I know they got medical. Um, I know. I think Connecticut either they got it or they're trying to get it. Maine they got it, so it's just like I said. Okay, well, Vermont, Vermont's very Vermont, different though. Vermont, I don't, I'm not, I'm not hundred percent, yo, because I be forgetting about Vermont because it's so close to Canada. Sometimes, shout out to Vermont, you know what I mean? But well, Vermont Ver- too. So you, Vermont's like- the only state that put it to um, it. It wasn't a what was the difference? Because most other states have been a vote by their uh their assemblies vermont is the only state that it was actually a vote by the people it was a referendum on by the people but they're also um they've taken a different approach that they're not a tourist state with it at all you have to have a vermont driver's license to buy in vermont yeah definitely so vermont vermont's definitely well, my closed off to everybody. They just, they just, it's like they got their forts up. They're like the, they're like um Game of Thrones. They're like the North. They just, they just want to be <laughs> They're north of the wall. Yeah, they're north of the wall. They're just like that's Vermont. So, <laughs> well, yeah, they're um, they're different. Uh, and, and Nate, I, I have to hook you up with Nate when this is all over with. Nate, Nate actually helps book guests for me sometimes. He's very good at it. He can help get you all them cats you're looking for. All right, well, uh, shout out to Nate. Big shout yeah, out. Yeah, big big Nate knows how to find him. So so who you know. So you're focused on it. Is it just you? Do you have a co-host or, or is it your gig and some cats pop in here and there? Man, it's man, I'm just the host right now. I mean, I'm thinking about getting a co-host. I'm not 100 percent sure. I feel like I should get something. I feel like I should get a co-host. I'll be, I'll be like, no, nah, I'm good myself. But um, right now it's just me. I like getting the guests, I like vibing with the guests. I like I like showing my guests a good time. They'd be like kind of skeptical. I was like, oh, I said, all right, come, come do a smoke a blunt, relax. We're gonna be good. You know what I mean? It's a good time. Oh, so they do it time. live with you. In studio. Yeah. Um. See, that was the problem I was running into when um when the pandemic first hit because that's what you're supposed to do. Then the pandemic hit, so I was so I was doing it over Zoom. So it was like, so it was, it was really hard, like to really shot it. I'll be like, yo, I got this, I got this. This on smoking what you smoking on. It was, it was more of a like oh, what you smoking on what I'm smoking on thing. But like, I definitely want to get house. I definitely want to get guests in house and definitely just like 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 smoke them out. Like definitely like smoke them out and just show them. And the show really was really good. Good time. Let's talk about cannabis. Let's talk about music. Let's just talk about what. Let's talk about whatever. Whatever comes up. It's just like it's definitely an unscripted podcast. Um, so you never know what you're really gonna get. Um, you don't know what's gonna really conversation that you're gonna have or go or what direction it is. You know. So that's one thing I love about the podcast. So I definitely, you know, um, big shout out to um, Miz, shout out to Mizzo, and from um, Prudential, uh, Presidential Farms. He's in Connecticut. Real wavy podcast I had with him. Shout out to Big Fritz. It was a real dope podcast. DJ Strategy was crazy nice. Um, it was a nice podcast. So yeah, I just well tell us about those folks. I mean, you t- you talking about? I mean, they on point like that. I mean, tell me a little bit about what are they doing. Um, president, man, president, presidential farmer, man, Mizzy. Um, he got, you know, he's like the president. He got, he got his own little thing that he's trying to put out there with presidential farm. He's from Connecticut. And now um, is that a, a growers, a growers farm? Like, like he, growing his I own mean, weed? Man, he, he does, man, they do, they got everything, man. They got, they got the right runs on deck. I say that right now. Those runs, if you like runs, man, it's really, you know, it's running crazy in the streets right now. He got the best. So shout out to Mizzy for that. Okay. You know what I, mean? I grew up in East Baltimore and I know a thing or three. I ain't never heard the term runs on deck. 
Hold on. No, you man, have, you have to educate okay. an old white dude right now. <laughs> the hell is runs on deck? You know what I mean? It's culture. Um, what what we say on deck, that means we got it. You know what I mean? He got, I mean, so ever say they got it on deck, that you just know that they got it. If they, you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, you got it on deck. I right, work. Just let me know. Just let me work. I can slide through. I right, work. You know what I mean? That's See, I understood everything else you just said, but runs on runs. I ain't never heard. That's like the first time I was in. Uh, <laughs> runs was, is a, um, it's a new strain of cannabis that's really hitting the streets. Is real. Is real strong. If you a new smoker, probably, probably I probably stay away from it. Um, if if you got work in the morning time, I probably still stay away from it. Hold on, hold on. You said if you got work in the morning time, stay away from it. Yeah, like, like, does it have like, a clock on the side of it? Don't use this if you have to get up at this time. Yes, if you got work, if you got regular nine to five, and you got to work, if you wake up at seven o'clock, you smoke a blunt of runs, you definitely running the risk of not going to work. I'm just telling you that right now. So, oh, that's the greatest. That's that's, that's true. You know, uh, uh, well, uh-huh. you, you know, uh, it, it brings up, it, and when you and I said we were going to talk about this, you know, what's some of the things that you know? It sounds like you know, Jarvis, and, and make sure folks you're checking out. Uh, New England Hippies podcast. You can find Jarvis Moore on LinkedIn. That's where Jarvis and I met. You can find New England Hippies on Instagram, uh, and it's new and it's New England Dash Hippie yes. on Facebook. You can find those guys over there. Make sure you give them a good, a quick like, follow, and all those good things. But one of the things that I want to talk about, you know, I remember in high school, you know, back many many moons ago, you know. People still, you know, made the comments stems and seeds and all that stuff. You know, nowadays it's it's professionally grown. It's, you know, it, it, I can't think of a damn movie that came out years ago where it was like the one guy was like a special ops uh, Navy SEAL or something. And his buddy was a chemist and they both liked the same girl. And the, the Mexican cartel was coming after him for his weed because he was like, I've got this at 27 percent THC. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I probably don't know that movie right now on top of my head. If I probably see it, then I probably got you. I probably watched Nate, it. Too. Nate, look that movie up for me because I can't think of what the hell the name of that movie was. But um, what are some of the advice that you have for folks that are like, you know, maybe they come to Massachusetts, they go to the Cape for the first time and they're like, ah, you know, I know there's a place around the corner. I'm allowed to do this, you know, whatever. What's some of the advice you give them for, for a first time? Should they Should they do an edible? Should they go and buy you know an entire rig or you know what what are we talking about here um i say if you in a state that has as cannabis is legalized and you travel a lot and you like to smoke grab grab a medical card because you get the deals that's facts you just get deals like i went to vegas and i have my medical i'm a medical card user and I got deals everywhere I went. I was getting deals because first time buying stuff like that. So that's real lit. I was throwing that out there. But if you're like a first time user and if you don't have a card and you just say, okay, you just want to go and try it out. Um, if you never smoked cannabis before, I suggest like you really talk to the, um, if you walk into a dispensary, really talk to the, the bud tenders and just, just, just really the tell them. Is, is they're called bud tenders, you know? Um, <laughs> okay. That's a new and, one for me. And what a bud tender is is basically somebody who kind of helps you out with your um with your cannabis and trying to and and you like oh this is what I want they they're supposed they're supposed to know the cannabis they're supposed to okay. know all of it. 
you know, you go ask him, like, I'm a first time smoker. What what do you think I should have? They might say, oh, well, we got this white widow because it's only like 19% THC is, is, and it's good for your body. It's not going to get you that overly head high that you might make you hallucinate or go crazy sometime. So it's like, this is what you might get. But if you also, but if you want the edibles too, because you kind of got either the stigma from smoking because you're older, you know, older, older cats, they're like, it's still smoking. So I was like, okay, you right. try the edible. Um, dispensary is always the best way to go because you can microdose. They, you're going to know how much TAC you actually really get. And sometimes you only need five or ten TAC if you're a new smoker because you don't know how it's going to affect you. Um, with the edibles, is you might want to take it and relax for a little bit because it can hit you an hour or two later. When you say, oh, I'm not even high, then, you, then you're stuck there. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> so like edibles kind of hit you differently because the TAC you kind of kind of is already in your body, you're inhaling it, and then when you're ingesting it, sometimes it just works a little bit slower. I don't know why. Me, I need a lot of edibles. I'm trying to get your strongest edibles. I want your strongest edibles. Let me get it because don't give me no weak edibles. I probably will not eat it. I'm sorry, but that's just me. But because I'm a sparing smoker, let you know right now. Um, now, but, well, now you, that brings up a great point, though. You know, when you when you say that, so do you not use the edibles at all, or would you even for for somebody who was like, yeah, you know, like I said, you know, first timer, would you recommend the edible over the smoke, like for a first time, or is it too, like you said, like it, it creeps up on somebody too much? Um. That's a tough one because it, I I always say is for me I, I'm always gonna tell you to smoke I'm always gonna tell you to inhale it first that's just me because I'm a smoker more than edible taker some of those do a lot of edibles they might tell you to do a lot of edibles because they're like you can microdose and stuff like this and on the blunt you might hit it but I say you can microdose on the blunt too if you get too high put it out you know what I mean <laughs> you know what I mean so I can say the same thing so it's just like it's all about I say what you want to do some older people don't really like to smoke because because growing up because of the stigma of growing up with smoking right. I said okay well well go get you like a nice drink or, or go get some tincture you can get some tincture and what tincture is it's it's a um it's like it's like real science stuff put together. It's real science stuff. The end, of, you know, what I mean, put it together, and it's kind of like liquid cannabis at the end. And you take like a little drop. You put a little drop in your drink, and you're drinking. It'll mellow you out too. I call oh, wow. it. I call it the Green Dragon. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I saw your. I saw one of your videos. One of your your buddies made like a mixed fruit cocktail. Or yo, that's the that's mine. That's the heaven. You know what I mean? Shout out. To, that's what I, I personally made. I call that the heaven. Because when you drink it, you really feel like you in heaven with all those fruits. And when the cannabis hits you, you're definitely, you're definitely in heaven. So shout out to heaven. Um, definitely got to make sure you keep it away from the kids because you don't want them to drink daily drinking it. Um, that's that's always another thing with cannabis stuff, too. If you got little kids around, make sure that you store your cannabis in proper the proper way. I wait for kids cannot get it because sometimes kids they don't know if they see your edible they might say oh a cookie and they're gonna eat it so like definitely definitely like make sure it's out of kids range get you a little box somewhere and stuff it in the box and and put underneath your bed where kids can't get it and the dog can't get it too because <laughs> i get rid of my dog if he goes in my stash i love him but yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, it, it, it's interesting to me, just I'm listening to you, you know, it's not just make a brownie, smoke a joint, 
I mean, you're talking tensures, you know. Yeah. Now, the stuff that you're you've got right now is that something you rolled or is that a pre-roll? You know, no, this is what I, this is what I, I, I me personally, I like rolling my personal blunts. Personally, I don't really go for pre-rolls. But if you're a new smoker and you don't know how to roll, pre-rolls is the way to go. You know what I mean? Because you know you get you a half a gram, a whole gram, whatever, and then you just can go. Soon as you get home, you go right into the bathroom and and just spark it up. You don't have to go. Me personally, I like me. I like rolling because I like rolling my own stuff. That's just like a personal thing of mine. I think I just come from that era where you just roll your own stuff. So um, do definitely. do your own thing. Yeah. No, I, I I get that now. Before the show started, one of the things you and I were talking about is you've got you got your LLC together. You got you got some things in the work, but you were talking about on some TV shows. Tell tell us about some of this. I mean, what we got going on here? I mean, there's one Jarvis we all know, which is Marvel's Jarvis from all the Marvel movies. I mean, now we're trying to put a second Jarvis out there. So so what do you got going on as far as all that's concerned? <coughs> um. Uh, we definitely got some shows in the work. Um, we got some different type of shows, like you know, what I mean, we got you're gonna make it, bro. You are you are getting stoned yeah. as shit right now. Yeah, like I say, <laughs> yo, we just yeah. are you gonna like make say, it? We do a little bit of everything with the LLC. Like I'm saying, it's a network. We trying to pull out the new doc, do new documentaries, um, new like TV shows. What kind um, of documentaries? Any type of any any type of documentary that got to do with the culture, um, it don't got to be with just cannabis. It got to be anything with the culture. For it could be from from animals or food, from anything. Like I'm just down with it. If it's if it's dope and wavy, if it's wavy, I'm definitely rocking with it. Um, you know, I definitely want to get into reality shows too. That's like something I've been trying to seriously really look at. So you know, I'm just I'm just trying to do a little I bit. Could of see you as the next Bachelor. I mean, you could be the next Bachelor. <laughs> I think I appreciate that. I, I mean, I take that. I mean, but now I got to ask you then, if you were the next bachelor, would you hand out auto flowers? Well, I had an auto flowers and, instead of roses, like, like, like a full, a full bud, just like this. Uh, probably, probably at the season finale. You know what I mean? I grow auto flower and then if I, and then if you get picked, I'll give you the auto flower. That's how you know. You know what I mean? Uh, if you that, look at the next round, I'll give him a pre-roll. See, look, I'm already thinking. Like, you know well, I mean? Okay, so I can see that. So, like, the, instead of a rose, it would be a pre-roll. Mm. See how I think. Now, look, we're, we're writing an entire show right now that's like – but what are we going to call – so we can't call it The Bachelor. Definitely can't call it uh, And we already know who – instead of the one guy that, like, always says you need to make a choice, we already got your – Nate's already picked out your uh, – your your host, it's gonna be Snoop. I I was gonna say I was gonna say Flavor Flav. He said Snoop. I think I'm definitely I'm definitely I definitely agree with Snoop. Snoop is definitely somebody I agree with. Snoop. See, Flavor I think because Flavor Flav did Flavor of Love, he would be so much better in a show like that. But, but we already seen Flavor of Love, though. You know, we already have Flavor of Love. Already. Yeah, but we have Flavor of Love. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see Flavor of Love. That was some good television. For all the younger cats who are watching this, who didn't see this like around 2007, go back and watch Flavor of Love. It was some of the best TV that we probably had at that time. Oh, it was amazing. Um, <laughs> just a train wreck of a show. But, I mean, but what are we going to call this? So, like, so you're going to be like The Bachelor. 
but we're giving out pre-rolls and an auto flower at the end. Bachelor of Bud. Basically, we can, you know, we can call it love, love and Bud or something. You know what I mean? Let's get it. Love and Bud. Um, love, oh, love and Bud. I love mean, perfect. So we've got this show name, but I'm saying every single girl needs to look like runway level. Yeah. Not like, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, they all need to look like runway level. Well, I let you know, Cloud and I love the big girls too. So we need a couple of look. big ones. I might choose the big girl. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I love the big girls too. We got to mix it up a little bit. Let me tell you what my grandfather used to say about a big woman. Now, my grandfather was from the South, okay. Tennessee. Oh, he, yeah. <laughs> he used to always say, get you a big girl. It should keep you shaded in the summer and uh -huh. warm in the winter. Big facts. I totally agree. Shout, shout out to all the big girls out there. You so, know I mean, mean but so th then wait a sec. So if we're going to do Love and Bud, do you want to do it? That's even better. That's even better. You may have something there. Love and Bud, all plus size. All Let's plus it. size. Let's get it. I'm with it. And <laughs> no snoop uh, flavor. Even better. Uh, if you if you get flavor flavor, we're calling the show flavor of Kush. Perfect. So we got either lover love and bud or flavor of Kush. All plus size. You're the first bachelor. Yes. But here's my question in that show because I'm into this shit right now. We're we're writing this <laughs> motherfucker right now. <laughs> What what are some of the things like so you've got the first set of girls that you know what is it 20 25 girls that are out there they're Some they're all in their best you know take grandma to Sunday service outfit you know best outfit you know at the club when you used to take pictures in front of the airbrush cityscape some of y'all too young to even know what that means I'm that old um what like what's like some of the questions you're asking because remember, this is love and bud with, with so Jarvis wanna, Moore. Like, do you want to be the bachelor or do you want to be the host? Let's ask that. Hold on. Do you want to be the bachelor or do you want to be the host? That's a hard question. I think you love, you got to be the bachelor. I'll love, love to be both. I'll love to be both. I think you got to be the bachelor first time, and then then come on and be the host. Right. So all right. So so, so like, all right. What's the, what's some of the questions you're asking? All right. The first, you know, the first question, if, if it's love and bud, you got to say, like, what is your favorite strain of cannabis? Because that's very important. We might have two, we might have two different like, of, of strain of cannabis. She might like, like, I like hybrids a lot. She just might, she might like just indigo. I'm just like, okay, well, you know. Is that a no-go? We could work around it. We probably could work you around could. it. <laughs> we probably could work around it. It, it, all, it all depends, because, like, it's just like sometimes indigo. I, I can't work in the morning with indigo. Sometimes, sometimes it's just it's just. When I smoke an indigo, I just might get on two K for two hours, and I might forget that I have a meeting at at, at ten o'clock. And, and it's, now it's ten thirty, and then I'm just like, oh shoot, I didn't even look at my phone because I'm high as hell, and now I'm playing two K. You know what I mean? So I definitely try to stay away from the. Or I passed out. If I passed out, I'm done for the day. I'm waking up at twelve o'clock. I missed everything. My day's ruined. So, it, <laughs> so it's just like we might have so, to work on that. We might have to work on that. 
All right. So so that's the first question is, is what's your favorite? What if she says she doesn't have a favorite strain? She just what what if she says she likes edibles? She doesn't smoke. She only does edibles. That's cool. Because that you know, her, that's you know, not getting her kicked off. That's not getting her kicked off right away. No, that might give a little bit extra points because that means I can smoke more blunts to the head. You know what I mean? And and then she's still chilling with me. She just eating, you know what I mean? I might go, hold on, let me get a little piece of that. Let me get a piece of that too. You know what I mean? So that might give an extra point for the low. You know what okay. I mean? I'm like, oh, you just do edibles? I was like, well, hold on. Will you hit a blunt once in a while though? That will, because you know, so once, once in a time, I might be like, come on, baby, hit the blunt. You know what I mean? I might test her and pass her the blunt. She might hit it and sometimes she don't. I'm like, I bet. But that might give her more points on the low. Could 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 be a, a secret way to kind of move up on love and definitely, buds. definitely, definitely. All right. Um, would a uh, favorite? And I think the, the third big question would have to be: What is your what is your go to munchie? Like, if yeah. she's a funyun, like, do you stick with a funyun because she's gonna have funky breath? But if she do funyuns though, that's true. She might have the funky breath, but I mean, she's old school. You know okay. What I mean? Some, some so these young women don't know about funyuns, you know what I mean? They yo yo, they might say yo, they might say talkies, and I might be like that. You get kicked off the show. I don't even I, want talkies in the house. So it's just like, <laughs> so I've like, never, I've seen the bags of them. I've never had one. I've yeah, never had a talkie. Man, I see my son eat them, and I was just like, and he maybe try one, and I I took the chips, I threw them away, and sent them to his room. I said that's a bad prank. <laughs> You know what I mean? I did not like that prank. What if, it was very bad. What if, what if she says tasty cakes? Look, I just want you to know that your twin brother just logged on. Okay, one good. of my two, one of my two closest fams, right there, Terrell. You two, could, you two could be brothers. I just want you to know you got All the right. same beard, same bald head. Right. Let's get it. You, you two could be damn twins. I I sent him a text. Yeah. I was like, bro, you better bring your ass on this show and come look. Ah, uh, well, it's fair. Look, get it. Look, he he. <laughs> He, he's his people are from down in down in the Caribbean, in the uh, Caribbean, Caribbean. Excuse okay, me. Word. Shout, shout out to all my Caribbean brothers, man. They be growing like I seen. I got no few people down there, man. They show me how they be growing, man. They be doing their thing down there in the Caribbean, man. So shout shout to all the Caribbean, all the Caribbean islands, Trinidad, Jamaica, all them doing. They going hard with 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 the growing in the cannabis stuff, man. So I I definitely know what a little bit was going on out there. They definitely doing it big. Now, what if she says tasty cakes? Tasty cakes is good. Like you're good with that. Like I mean, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool. With that. But what's really gonna get her really points is she said oatmeal cream pies. See, look, Terrell. Terrell's like, yo, he does look like my cousin. I told you, Terrell. Yeah, I, try, you know I, mean? I told you he fam. <laughs> you didn't even you think know, I was playing. I told you he's fam. Don't even know it. You always get it. You know what I mean? Ah, so great. Oh. Uh, it, Terrell's a horrible human being. He is horrible. And I love him. Oh. Uh, let's get it. <laughs> uh, so, so we've got the TV show, and now that brings up now. Are, you're talking about you want to create an app? Definitely, I want to create a streaming app, like to put everything in one. Put the broadcast, the doc, documentaries, the reality so, show, the movies, all that. So, so what's the fo- like? I feel like some of the ones that are out there now, they're very focused. Like Vice is very focused on like documentaries and things of that nature. You turn around and you, you Netflix is original content. Uh, Hulu is kind of the wild west of them all. Um, 
it, it Hulu's kind of like, I'm gonna do my own thing, y'all can kiss my ass. Uh, what is uh, what for you is is the focus that you would like to see for yours? Um, my thing, see, I rock with Vice, and I ain't gonna this is a story that only that only a few people I only told a few people, so this is just like real, like. This is what happens when I smoke too much weed and I've been drinking a bit. I start telling too much, but you're gonna let us, you gonna let this slide. You know <laughs> let, it, I mean? let it be, brother. Don't let this story slide. Like I apply for, I apply for um, a position at Vice one time because I, I love Vice. Like I love the documentaries. You know what I mean? So, and then I didn't get it. And then I was, I was telling everybody, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get advice." I'm telling everybody, I'm so excited. You know what I mean? I never even do that. It was like, "Yo," and also when I didn't get it, I said, "I was like, fuck vice. I'm gonna make my own vice with a with a hippie feel for the culture, and we're gonna do it, and we're gonna put it on the app, and it's gonna be like freaking Netflix with." With with like the it's gonna be like the wild west. We're gonna do everything we want. We're gonna do all new content. And then I, yo, I was just, I was just so mad. I was going on a rant. And then and like two months later, I ended up getting my LLC. And now we're here, like trying trying to really put it all together. So it was just like it was really vice. Me not getting the job at Vice that I really want made me want to be like fuck it. I could do it myself. You know what I mean? So so like I say, door so doors closed, doors open. You know, that, definitely, that's, definitely. that's definitely what that is. So, so you're, you're working on that and, and trying to put that piece together. You got the podcast. Um, now I'm just curious, do you work in the cannabis industry now? Or is that something you've, you've tried to get into? Um, I'm probably kind of, I'm probably kind of blackballed for working in the cannabis industry. Cause I said it needs to be more diverse. And 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 and, the other, and and people really don't like that because when we talk about we being diverse, I'm talking about putting more people that look like look like me and get people jobs in in, in in higher places and um in higher places and have more black more black and brown owned cannabis um um owners in Massachusetts. So and I'm always gonna I'm probably always gonna say that. So I probably will never get a job in, in cannabis, but that's still not gonna stop me from doing what I do because I feel like me doing a podcast that's about cannabis and me being doing shows that's about cannabis and documentaries about cannabis, I work in the cannabis industry already. I got you. No, that makes mm-hmm. sense. So it's just like I work in there, but do I, do I really work in the like in a shop or none of that? No. Like, don't get me wrong, somebody want me to be a the band ambassador. For the cannabis shop, I'm down for. It. You know, here <laughs> you're, your boy, you're good with that. Now, yeah, now you kind of you, you've brought this this up, and I, I'm I'm curious. How do you feel when people say that? For like you've said it a couple times, black and brown owners in the cannabis industry, that there's already been a stigma with that culture, with, with cannabis and minority cultures that they're just taking advantage of it. How do you, how do you break that stigma? Does that, does that make sense? What I'm asking? Um, probably to break that stigma. You, um, is stigma is a stigma. Sometimes, some, sometimes once you get it, it's kind of, sometimes it'll never break. Um, it's always, might always be there. The only thing we, I just think if you, if, if you really want culture, you 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 have to go where the coach is at. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got yo, because I feel like like even here, like some like I'm not saying all these cannabis owners 
who who don't look like me don't know about cannabis, and they probably some of them probably got arrested for cannabis too. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not you know but what what I'm saying is <clears throat> how do I put it? But majority majority of the time it was yeah. it. Look, I I can't stand any time in this country we put the words war on in front of something. Mm-hmm. If you go back and you look at any time we've ever put the words war on in front of a, a situation. We're still in a war on it. It's yeah. never going to change. Gonna Somebody change. who ain't got nothing to do with it is getting real rich off of it. And while the people who have to suffer through whatever the issue is and are this, still suffering. And, look, and, war and like on I, hunger, war on poverty, and, war on drugs, war on terrorism. You and I are still dealing with the shit. Somebody else is making a lot of money off of it. Exactly. And, then I, and that's what I say is I was just like... <clears throat> It's always the people who who's the people who is the people who suffer really don't really get paid from it. It's the people who who probably can like they say can put up to two hundred and fifty thousand. Like that can right. get it. Probably just want to do it. You know what I mean? Because you because look if they put because they, their buddy probably smokes mad cannabis and know about cannabis and they probably got the money for it. You know what I mean? So they probably oh let's go into business. You know what I'm about? Boom! I got the money put up for it. Boom! Like that. But in my community, shoot. We all probably know about it, but it's probably we. You know, what I mean, if you went to if if all of us just come on, all of us getting locked up, and then we really don't got opportunities to get jobs in the first place. How how you really think you really think they're gonna hire us? No, it's just like, but they try to say they want to make it more diverse. But when you when you make it diverse, you don't you're not putting them in high places. They're, like I said, they're butt right. They're like they're they're like wait they're entry level. Yeah, the entry levels, you know what I mean? So and it was just like they're not gonna get no more out of that entry level. So it's just like I think that's like yeah, that's like the biggest change that we probably gotta make. And and that's probably like the stigma and it is my stay, but you know what I mean, we just got to keep fighting. I, I, I think it's it, it's it's legit. So how you know, and I know we're kind of rolling back to your podcast here for a minute because I think I love the concept of it, you know. That you're talking when you talk hip hop culture and cannabis culture, they go hand in hand. Like, you know, I don't care how far back you go with music and cannabis, it you know, it goes all the way back to uh, all that pot smoking jazz singers and shit like that. that, You know, they 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 associated with different things. So music, music and and marijuana go hand in hand and watch the thing recently where they talked about how the use of cannabis lowers your uh, inhibitions, which makes it a lot of the times for, for singers, it's easier for them to just belt out lyrics because they're not thinking so much about what they're doing. They're just doing it. Definitely. definitely it's, it's just like, it's just like you say, sometimes that, that, that those hits of cannabis kind of get you in the tunnel vision. You know what I mean? If, if you ever play like type of sports or anything like that, you, you know what tunnel vision is. It's just like you in that zone where nobody can't get you out of. And sometimes when you, when you smoke a cannabis and that beat come on, you just really just in that zone and nobody can't get you out of. That's that tunnel vision. And sometimes cameras get you there. Some people just got original talent. They can get there without it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> so, we listen to me on this microphone in my silky voice. Just no. the silky, sound, <laughs> silky sounds of your host, Sean. But hey, look, you're absolutely right, Nate. You know, medical, it goes back even further. It was used, it was used in a lot of cultures for medical purposes. Somebody was telling me there's still 
parts of this country where you can go down the road and it still grows wild on the side of the road because it is what the fuck it is. It's a weed. You know, it you'll you'll find it, and it goes by many different names: Chiba Chiba, mm-hmm. Kush, marijuana, OG, mm-hmm. marijuana. Marijuana. Uh, Back uh, in the day, my grandma used to call it reefer. Reefer. You know what I mean? Um, I was gonna, yeah. Ozzy, Ozzy called it uh, sweet leaf. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the devil's lettuce. I heard devil's that lettuce. I heard that one. Uh, Auto flower. If you did, to go look up auto flower. I said that to somebody the other day when we were talking about this show was coming up. I was like, I'm gonna see if he knows what auto flower is. And they were like, Well, what an auto flower really is is just like um, it's a it's a it's cannabis and it grows, but it don't basically it it just grows in 90 days. It, it just is just a shorter period for it to grow. A regular probably a feminized seed will probably it probably take you like. Eight weeks, eight to ten weeks, depending on the seed, the um, the go, the go, the go in the flower, the go in the flower, and it's probably gonna take another when it's in flower. That means when it's budding, you got the the cannabis is on there. It might take another eight to ten weeks, depending on the depending on the strain. So it's and with the auto flower, it only goes well for probably like ninety, probably like ninety okay. days. You know what I mean? So something like that. So like yeah, so check with like, your chemist. You check yeah. with, your, with your chemist just now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. They'll come through trying to get confirmation. I was like, oh, that's probably 90 days. But I should have like, you know, I was like, all right. I looked, I looked, for those of you who aren't watching the live, he looked up and I heard the door open. He looked up asking, 90 days, right? That that sounds yeah, about days, right. right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, he got the chemist just coming right in with him. Yo, so, right when the question happened. So that's exactly how, it, that's crazy. So let's get that's, it. That's the way it's supposed <laughs> to get happen. So how often can, can we catch your show? Um. I probably drop episodes. Probably, I'm definitely gonna. I haven't dropped the episode recently because I've been so focused on the on the app. But I definitely been doing podcasts, so we, I'm probably definitely gonna start dropping them in like in another month or so. I just want to gather up a lot of podcasts at once. So I just, you know, what I mean, just trying to do it week to week is kind of crazy, and I, and I'm got this other stuff going on. So like, yeah, but you catch me any matter of fact, you catch me in my podcast anywhere. Um, that podcast will be in stream. We catch the visual on YouTube. We put it on there too. So it's just like, yeah, definitely rock with me. Um, we definitely got some new fun guests. We get it's gonna be we gonna we gonna up everything. We gonna up the entertainment. We gonna up the the energy. We gonna up the smoke. We just gonna up everything right now. So like, that's and it's all new. And it's all New England hippies. All New England hippies. You know what I mean? Let's get it. And now if somebody wants to be a guest or they know somebody who, who would be a good guest for you, they think, oh, you know what? My, my boy's about to drop an album. I know somebody who grows their own bud. Whatever the case may be, where can they find you at? Um, you can hit up me. I'm like everywhere. Like you said, Facebook, New England Hippies. You could definitely hit up my IG. I'm on there a lot. New England Hippies podcast, Or you can hit up Cloud9617. Um, I'm definitely on there too. Like I'm really... Those IG is probably the best place to hit me at. No cap. Um, so like definitely hit me on my IG. I'm on there heavy. Facebook, I'm on there heavy. So it's just like definitely place. So you can email me at newenglandhippies.com. So yeah, you know what I mean. I mean at Gmail. I'm off. I'm kind of high right now. You can hit me at, at newenglandhippies.gmail.com. You know what I mean. Let's get it. <laughs> well, I, I I'll make sure that Nate. Hopefully you wrote all those down. We'll get get you guys linked up. Uh, Nate. Nate is the man. He will f- help find you guests. He does it for me all the time. 
Uh, we're going to get ready to close the bar up here, brother, man. It's been, a, we're coming up on an hour. Um, don't log off after this is over. We got to talk for a minute. Uh, as always, folks, make sure you're liking and sharing everything we've got going on. The Above the Bar podcast. You can find us, again, wherever you're watching us live right now, wherever you're listening to us. But you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, our parent network, Earplug Podcast Network. Make sure if you got a cause you're supporting, reach out to us for sticker and a cause. Send us that at uh, the Above the Bar Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, next week, we've got Charlie Hagen. We're talking about uh, supplements. You ever take supplements? Cannabis is not a supplement, just so you know it is not a no, supplement. I'm about to say probably cannabis. That's about it. But, <laughs> but, but we're, we're going to be talking about uh, different food supplements and, and stuff like that, dietary things. Uh, she's down in Corpus Christi. Uh, interesting lady, like whole families, prior military, kids, prior military. Uh, very, very much fits that uh, Texas Corpus Christi kind of mold. Uh, yeah, but yeah. but a cool lady. Maybe I have to remember. I have to ask her if she's ever smoked. I'm curious because she would be like, like I, she reminds me of like if she ever did. Like it would be very properly rolled, like very yeah. look like a Virginia exactly. Slim. Yeah, for real. I know exactly what you mean. See, sometimes be out, man. If it's hitting, it's good. That's what I would say. Like you know, what I mean? it all depends though. If I'm around certain people, everybody blush looking real nice. I'd be like, I can't be the person with the ugly blush. You know what I mean? So that's just pretty, that's different. But if it's just like me by myself, I might not care. I wouldn't even know what a, I wouldn't know a cute one from an ugly one, but (laughs) I I couldn't even tell you, but we're going to get our show going. We're going to do, uh, what what did we say it was going to be called? Uh, loving, loving blunt, loving bud. Yeah. Loving blood, buds, loving buds, all plus, plus size girls looking for Jarvis is looking for love. Let's get it. And we're going to do that. Make sure you like, share, follow, folks. We we, we need the love. We need the support. Uh, as we as we do on all shows there, uh, Mr. Jarvis, the guest always gets the last word. So uh, don't log off because we got to talk for a minute. What is the last word you got for us? Um, I just want to say, man, peace and love to everybody, man. That's what I'm all about, man. I hope everybody man, enjoyed this broadcast, man. I definitely had a good time, man, with Sean, man. And, man, just chase your dreams, man. No, Never let nobody say that you can't do it, man. Just do it. Just grind. You know what I mean? Let's get it. Be sure to push your stool in. <laughs> this has been an Earplug Podcast presentation. Found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.